I, I think I sold two startups and I crashed way more. Retention comes with uh, solving real problems and finding your your product market fits. When, when you when you solve a real problem and you you do it on a good way, people just stay and you get money from that. My name is Lovis and I'm the co-founder of Ghost Founder LLC. Today I'm here with Thibaut Louis Luca. Thibaut is a software developer. He has worked as a CTO of a successful startup in the past and is now active on Twitter as at Thibaut underscore maker. And that's actually how I met him. Um, and he's the founder of Tweet Butler, Tweet Hunter, and a bunch of other tweet related companies and projects that he'll tell us a little bit more about. So welcome so much, Thibaut. Please give us a quick introduction of your background, who you are and how you came to do what you do today. Yeah, so thank you very much, Lavis, for um, this opportunity to, to talk about uh, all the, the crazy stuff that we are doing. It's very busy time for us. Um, we are working on this new project, which is Tweet Hunter. And um, it's, it, it's getting a lot of traction. And when, in, when it's the case, you don't realize how much you have to do. Like you have to fix something, you have to work on the bunch of the new feature, you have to handle the, the user requests. That, that, that's a lot to do. Um, very shortly about me. Uh, so I, I uh, founded uh, a few startups. I always was the tech founder and um, I, I think I sold two startups and I crashed way more. So uh, I'm really, I'm really a fan of just building stuff, trying to find product market fit, trying to just tweak stuff until people love what you do, uh, and so that's that's what I'm uh, doing again today. And this this time I'm doing it a little bit differently because I love to be very hands-on, and uh, like I, I used to manage. 30 person teams and I, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to code myself. And so we are only two at Pony Express and our goal is to help creators uh, find their audience and grow them so they can be successful online. So you mentioned that you have um, different projects but you're working now with one co-founder and you call yourself Pony Express, is that right? Yes, exactly. It's, it's like the, it's the products to you that um, gather all our projects. The umbrella basically under which you do yeah. your maker projects. But what we really like is this uh, audience, audience first approach because when you launch a new project, you don't really know if it works. So you have to test it and you have to iterate and most of the time you will fail. And if you fail, you don't want, you don't want all this time to be just uh, uh, a waste. So you want to um, make the audience that you 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 just built um, be useful for your next projects, and that's why we created Pony Express. Because every time we create a new product, up new products, we push people to the Pony Express newsletter, and and we it just we make them on board with our with our journey. You and I met um, on Twitter where I think we then had a brief discussion over, you know, what you guys are doing, 
and how to do it. So I remember you were considering that already a few months ago. So it's really cool to see that you've implemented it. Coming to your topic already, how to find product market fit. So first of all, why is this relevant to the audience? So why do you have to know how to find product market fit? Because I, I really believe that you can be quite successful without it. You can just launch projects, hack your growth, get users. But what's, what really matters is just keeping them. And retention is comes with uh, solving real problems and finding your your product market fits. You need when when you when you solve a real problem and you you do it uh, on a good way, people just stay and you get money from that. Think about this now as about you know a five to ten minute lesson. Um, if you can do it shorter, that's great. But try to explain to me, like I'm five years old, how to find product market fit. Okay. Like if you were five. Okay. <laughs> um, as an entrepreneur, I have now 10 years of experience. And um, every time I think I know how to do stuff, I realize later that I, I really don't. Like I, I am surprised myself many times by every project that I run. So my main takeaway from that is that um, just make assumptions, make hypotheses, and then build a plan to validate them and do it fast, do it very fast. Like if you want, to test if your new product, Tweet Hunter, is successful, you have to, you, you, you are making the assumption that people will pay for that. So this is the thing that you want to validate first. And a lot of entrepreneurs make this mistake of um, building everything for free at first because they think that their product is really not worth uh, paying for. But at the same time, what you really want to validate is if is people willing to pay for the service that I'm giving to them. So my my our main strategy with Pony Express is build something very, very small that is solving a very, very tiny issue. Um, make people pay upfront as fast as possible onboard a very limited number of person, like 10 to 100. Try to try to find the most relevant one. And for that, we use Reddit a lot. On Reddit, you can find people that have a very specific problem. And then uh, ask them very, very fast how they, what they think of, their, of the experience. And then, what we are willing to do at Pony Express is, is if, if something is not working, we just get rid of it. Like if, if it's a product, we can get rid of it just two days after soft launching it. So we, are, we don't feel emotionally attached to what we build and we are ready to switch to something very new, very fast. Can you say a little bit about um... I guess, how do you come up with a hypothesis that you then, so, so I guess finding product market fit is you're essentially trying to prove or disprove your hypothesis, right? Really quickly. And then the first one is, am I building something that somebody's willing to spend money on? 
is is that it or do you then go into testing or setting up and proving disproving more hypothesis how does that work um yeah that's that's a good question like um i just want to stop on something that you you said like uh prove or disprove uh, even myself i think we all try to prove stuff and we don't we don't try to disprove which i think is much more efficient that you have these biases that you don't want to to take the risk of disproving it because it, it would destroy everything so yes we 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 are making a lot of hypotheses um every new feature is relies on a few hypotheses that that we will try to validate as soon as possible like i'm i'm not very happy about myself because the last feature we are breeding for tweet hunter um it requires i think three days of work and and i think that three days of work is is way way too much for validating something but we we just didn't find a way to make it make it smaller tell us a little bit about um tweet hunter so what's the small problem that you're trying to solve and how you, how have you tried to prove whether or not you're solving it so tweet tweet hunter um comes from ghost writers and a lot of ghost writers when they ghost write for you um they use what they call swipe files it's like it's it's a way it's a place where they gather uh, everything that works like you have they they gather uh, awesome tweets they gather tagline that makes you click they gather um uh email email objects that uh, make you open them and thanks to the to these swipe files they get ids like they, they just this is how you create awesome contents with with awesome contents you just take awesome contents you look at them you make connection and with that you are able to to do viral tweets and this is what uh, tweet hunter is about you you uh, input a topic like marketing or maker or SaaS, and you get uh, very engaging contents, tweets uh, that talk about that. And what what is really awesome about Tweet Hunter, and that I think that has never been done before, is that we analyze your Twitter accounts, and we match um, like when you input marketing. We take all the tweets that talk about marketing, but we send only the ones that are relevant for you with your contents to you. So that's you only you you get uh, you get tweets that are relevant for you and relevant for your topic that you can just take inspiration from. So so theoretically, the more the more active I am, also the better the suggestions from Tweet Hunter will get. Yeah. Exactly, because Tweet Hunter will know more about what you usually talk about. It's really it's cool. very Tweet Hunter is a very nice tool that I'm very happy about it because it's actually the one with the one of the tool I built that I use the most. So it's mm -hmm. actually very helpful for me too, uh, and it's really helping me to to stay consistent on Twitter uh, by tweeting every day, never miss a day and never uh, lack inspiration. 
And would you say that what you just described, so essentially you're solving a problem that you had yourself, right? Would yeah, you say exactly. that that is, that is helpful when you're trying to achieve product market fit? Yeah, definitely. I, 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 would, not, I would not say that it's uh, mandatory, uh, but so helpful that every time I build something new, I try to use it myself. And then I realize, no, this is not really useful. This is not really what I want. What I really want is like um, some is, is this, and then so I can I can just correct myself and go in a new direction. It's a it's a constant going down three steps, one path. Does this get in the direction where I want to go? If not, find a new path. Yeah, exactly. So because of what Ghost Founder is doing. Um, is trying to help people, you know, buy back their time, which means we're trying to take people's know-how and, product, you know, productize it into a consumable format that's scalable. And so a big theme is um, that we want, we're trying to help people to disconnect their income stream from their time, right? Because we all want to be working on things that interest us, that, are, that, that challenge us creatively rather than drain us from energy. So what are you doing in your business to try to disconnect your income, your revenue from your time that you spend? <laughs> it's, it's funny because we are kind of doing the opposite right now. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are thinking about this feature of uh, uh, like ghostwriting feature, people who want us to write stuff for them and, uh, and we, write, we write it because we, like, we think that's, I very much agree with your end goal um, and, and this is what we want to do. And I think we would find ways to, to just uh, uh, externalize this. Uh, but at the same time, I think that to quickly test hypothesis, you need to just get your hands on first. You need to, to do stuff that don't scale. Uh, I agree hundred percent. When you're starting a business, Generally speaking, you have to start by doing things that don't scale. As you find product market fit, which means the money comes in, right? Then you have the resources to automate, automate, automate to then disconnect your income from your time. You said that you like to start, you know, soft launch your, your features and your products with just 10 to 100 clients. You touched on it briefly, but what generally, what is the way that you find clients or customers today? Um, Twitter, we use Twitter a lot, uh, just connection with people, talking other over DMs, uh, and Reddit's, definitely Reddit's. If you, if you would hire me, say it was my job to find you clients, what would be the three things that you would ask me to do every day to, to get you good clients? Um, so I would say, um, use our tool every day uh, I, I want you to be a real user so you know very well what we do uh, second step is have real conversation with people um, with, with actual users and with the leads that you are generating try to get real insights and um, third step is find new repeatable ways to to reach to people who is your dream client for tweet hunter since that's your main project right now i think the dream client is a successful maker 
that um, like he, he just reached one million uh, a, a annual revenue, and um, he knows that audience is is very important. He he knows that um, his personal brand is very important, and he used our tool and he wants more, so he asked us for um, ghostwriting services. So we try to, to help him as much as we want, as much as we can to just uh, give him very nice tweets on a daily basis. If I come across one of these people, what's the best way that I can send them to you? Just, just tell them you, you know this tool, you are using it yourself and it's it's super fantastic <laughs> yeah but but where do i go where do they go so then i tell them go to go to tweethunter.io tweethunter.io there you go so then everything from there is self-explanatory yeah or make them go directly to me like uh Thibaut underscore maker on twitter and i would i'd be very happy to just uh chat with them and see if the tool is really useful for them. The last question, think back to when you started your business or when you started you know, creating your own businesses in your case, what advice would you give yourself? I think I would rather give an advice to the five-year-old uh, uh, older Thibaut. Like, uh, I, think, I think the only advice I, I would like to give it just start sooner start start before start way way before because you have like there is there is absolutely no risk there is absolutely nothing wrong about starting and once you start you get more connection more 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 friends more ideas more opportunities so just start just build stuff you know it won't it won't work at first but it will trigger so many things now I'm curious. So when did you start? So which age are you thinking back to? So I'm. I think I I started in 2013. Okay. And I think I would I would have loved to start uh, at least five years before. Did you Did you ever work for a company or did you start uh, right away? I started uh, right away founding startups. Uh, but mm. after I sold my second company, uh, I got hired as a CTO by a very big startup. And like uh, this is this is where I used to manage thirty developers in a big team. It was it was very cool, totally different topics. Uh, but I, I went back to to being a solopreneur. Do you think of yourself as a solopreneur or as a small team, or how do you think about it? I don't know yet. That, that's a good question. And I really don't know. <laughs> Do you have the split? Because um, when we met, you were looking for somebody to help with marketing. So is your is your co-founder also a developer or is he more in the marketing space? Oh, he's definitely focused on, on marketing. Uh, so when we met, he was um, 10% with me and the rest on, on his day job. Uh, since since then, we he just he quits. And he's full time with me, so it's it's just amazing this way. I'm phasing out all my other consulting activities to go full time on Ghost Founder as well. So I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I understand. And I'll also have I'll also become a dad here in the next 
one wow. two or three weeks <laughs> wow okay good luck with that like uh i'm a dad for almost two years now and uh it's it's fucking crazy fucking difficult so i i think i have a little idea about what you you're gonna come through tell, tell me if you want to talk about it like it's <laughs> yeah maybe we can do another short um, how to be an entrepreneur and have a young child <laughs> yeah there's really very few contents about that like if you want to to know about how to be a modern dad uh with with all the all the crazy shit happening like there is a very few contents yeah that's a good that's a good one um yeah my partner jp he has two yeah two kids but yeah still it's plenty plenty of challenge every day to keep everything organized yeah. and running smoothly what is your goal to exit like start this company and exit it sell it or to run it forever kind of thing i i think our primary goal is to exit it uh we we it may be a nice surprise if we keep running it but i think uh we would like to focus more on new projects and make an exit out of it uh would be nice and would allow us to do so many new stuff that's cool so you really love the the initial startup phase you just love putting ideas into action testing them out and launching them as quickly as possible basically yes definitely That's right really now cool. we'll see how it evolves <laughs> cool thank you so much um thanks for taking the time i really appreciate it i'll send um all the links to the videos and files your way as soon as they're done okay thank you Ravis. have a good day bye thank you you too bye-bye hey thanks for sticking around ghost wonder shorts is an open format so if you want to be the expert on our next clip or if you want to refer somebody to us, please don't hesitate. Shoot us an email at hello at ghostfounder.com.